Hi, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone who is listening. So glad that you could be with us today on this podcast episode, and I am very excited for this episode because we are going to go into the second beast of our Bible study on Daniel chapter seven. We started our Bible study on the end day series yesterday. On the vision that Daniel received towards the end of the reign of King Belshazzar, where Daniel saw four beasts rising up from the great sea, we talk about the first beast, which is a lion with eagle's wings, and which we depicted as Babylon Empire and King Nebuchadnezzar. And for today's episode, we're going to go to the second beast kingdom that is depicted in Daniel's prophecy, and we're going to have a good time discussing that. So stay tuned and don't go anywhere else. Before we start into our studies, I just want to say a few words how you can approach this Bible study of end days prophecies. You know that the Bible is not just any book; it is the living Word of God, and it contains important information. The Bible cannot be assessed by just a straightforward intellectual study. The Bible has to be understood with the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit of God. So, before we do anything, even how well-meaning it is. We always have to make sure that this is approved by God. It is sanctioned by God, or He has asked us to do this. This first thing is very important because we want to make sure that we are not building Ishmael. So, firstly, ensure that you are called and commissioned by God to do this. The second thing that you can do is to pray and ask for the blood of Jesus to cover you as you undertake these studies. Ask for the blood covering the protection upon your mind, and ask God for clarity, and ask God to lead you to the right resources and to lead you and help you to understand. Therefore, you must understand that this undertaking is not just a purely intellectual exercise. Although you would read the secular historical records, so that you are well balanced and you understand what the historians say about this particular event in history. But the most important is to make sure that you are led by the Holy Spirit every step of the way, and the Holy Spirit will help you. He will guide you. He will teach you, and He will reveal things to you. So, will you do that? I just wanted to make sure to tell you that, because I don't want you to go and do all kinds of study, and then you get confused or you get lost. Remember, always. Be led by the Holy Spirit. Very good. Now that we've got that out of the way and the common understanding, let's dwell into the main text of what we are here for. We are looking at Daniel chapter seven, and we are going to dive straight into verse five, which talks about the second beast. And behold, another beast, which was the second, was like a bear. And stood upon the one side, 
and he had three ribs in his mouth between his teeth, and they said thus unto him, Arise and devour much flesh. This is the description of the second beast that Daniel saw. Think about it. How would you describe the qualities of a bear? You don't want to meet a bear. A bear is a very ferocious and strong animal. It is very fierce and capable of doing much harm, like tearing you apart or attacking you with brute strength. Look at the strange description of the bear. It is standing more heavily on one side, so it's slightly leaning on the weight of one side. In BC 539, Cyrus the Great rose up from the Medo Persia Empire and conquered Babylon. The Medo Persia Empire was made up of two countries, Media and Persia. However, they are not equally strong. Persia is the more stronger and dominant of the two. So the Medo Persia Empire leaned heavily one-sided upon the strength and the dominance of Persia. Look at the interesting description of the bear. It says that the bear has three ribs in his mouth between his teeth. This show you the bloodthirsty nature of the bear. It had three ribs hanging out of its mouth. If you look at the history books, you will realize that this empire, this bear, in order to arise, it conquered and it devoured three other nations: the kingdom of Media, the kingdom of Lydia, and the kingdom of Babylon. This is depicted in the Persian Wars of Conquest. And look at the second half of the sentence. It says he is not satisfied with the three bones hanging out of his mouth. It says, "Arise and devour much flesh." This bear empire was so bloodthirsty and so violent that swallowing up the three countries was not enough for it. It went on to attack and to devour much flesh. During this period, Persia was one of the largest, one of the richest, and most powerful empire that the ancient world has known. It surpassed even the great kingdoms of Media, which is modern-day Iran, Babylon, which is modern-day the geographical regions of Iraq and Syria, and Lydia, which is modern-day Turkey. If you are interested, you can go and look at the map of Medo-Persia Empire. You can see how it was extended all the way out of Persia to Babylon to Media to Assyria to Lydia. At the largest point of the empire, it even reached very close to where Egypt is on one side, and on the other side, it reached very close to where the borders with India is. Now remember, Daniel had been carried off as a teenager during King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon's time, 
and he lived all the way till King Belshazzar, which is the last king of the Babylonian Empire. And Daniel was aware of Jeremiah's prophecy that God would allow the Israelites to fall into Babylonian captivity for seventy years. And so, nearing this end of the seventy years, you can imagine how excited and anticipating Daniel felt, because he rejoiced secretly in his heart as he studied the prophecies. And he knew that the time for the seventy years is nearly up. At this time in history, God did an astounding thing, which proved that God is very aware of what kind of secular governments and nation states are in the world, and God does what He likes with them. After Cyrus defeated the Babylonians. Because there were many different cultures, many different people living in that geographical regions, Cyrus made a surprising decision that he would respect the religions of the different groups, and he would allow those who were slaves and who were captives to return to their homeland. In secular history, this edict of Cyrus is depicted in the discovery of an artifact called the Cyrus Cylinder, dated 539 BC. It has been called the earliest known document in the history of religious tolerance, and it is right now preserved in the British Museum. The prophet Ezra in the Bible, chapter one, starts with this announcement of King Cyrus, that he respected the people and the religions, and he allowed the Israelites to return to their homeland and rebuild the temple of God. How wonderful is that! How timely and how in line with what the Bible says is that. This shows you the sovereignty of God, man versus God. Even if they are kings, God is still greater than human kings. And God allow human kings to reign, and God also disposes of kings. Do you understand how much God loves His people, the Israelites? God allowed them to go into captivity for seventy years. But you must understand that everything was under the control of a sovereign God, even when it seems like beasts and pious are powerful and in control, but they are subservient to God. When mighty God looks down from heaven and He sees the world history from Genesis to the end days, and He sees great kings, but to God, God depicts Cyrus as a bear. King Darius in five hundred and twenty-one BC, they had many skirmishes with the Greece Empire, but King Darius was never able to completely defeat the Greece Empire. His son, King Ahasuerus, whom you know as Xerxes, the same king found in the Book of Esther. 
He tried to continue his father's wars with the ambition of conquering the Greece territories. At that time, the Persian Empire was so luxurious and in the heyday of her glory that you can read depicted in the book of Esther. However, he was never able to defeat the Greece armies. Disappointed that he lost the war, King Xerxes returned to Persia. Did you enjoy the Bible study? We've come to the end of our Bible study, and I'm so amazed yet again at the accurate predictions and prophecies that are written in the book of Daniel about the second empire, the bear. If you are interested to find out more, go and do a little bit of search. You can go to YouTube, you can go to Google, and you can search for the Medo Persia Empire, Cyrus the Great. I can't wait for the rest of our series on the third beast and then the fourth beast. Stay with us. And things are going to get a lot more interesting and exciting, especially as we move into the fourth beast. I hope that you like this series. I had great fun, and I hope you did too. Take care, and let's connect again shortly. God bless you and your family, and keep you safe. Goodbye.